Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's coming up Simpsons. is brought to you by the Honda Accord. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're also brought to you by Happy Dude. Do you wish to look as happy as me? Send one dollar to Happy Dude. Don't delay. Eternal happiness is on its way. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. What more could be said? We are, of course, talking about the episode Lisa's Date with Density. It is the seventh episode of The Simpsons' eighth season. It originally aired on December 15th, 1996. It was written by Mike Scully. Oh, my God. Friend of the podcast. Uh, and directed by Susie Dieter. Showrunners were Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, Josh Weinstein, not Weinstein. I know. He says I'm... he doesn't care. He says he doesn't care, but I care. <laughs> and care. I want him to care more. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cry so quickly into our podcast. Fortunately, we did sound check the crying earlier. We did. We, we did. knew the levels would be good. See, people think we're joking, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Hey, me too. And I'm excited to talk about it with our guest. Oof. Uh, today, we are joined by Sam Wiles. Hello, Sam. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Comedian, thank you for asking. <laughs> writer, funny person extraordinaire. Yeah. Yeah, you, Sam. Sam's you brought a us whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey bringer extraordinaire. It, depending yeah. on how many credits determines how much uh, alcohol you have to bring us yeah, in order to show. Um, uh, top hat wearer, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, juggler, um, uh, the the pride of your mom. Um, Ouch. I, ooh. More? I'll go. Stop? Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Sam, you're one of my closest friends, and it is crazy that you have not done the podcast sooner, but crazier still is that you it's still- It's not that crazy. You guys, crazy. He's like, who should we get? Uh, a bunch of Simpsons writers or some fucking dude? <laughs> who, should we, who should come on No, here? some <laughs> fucking dude went on before you. Yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> sorry. Julie's I'm, getting all filthy. I know. She was crying earlier. Now I she's, know. I'm sorry. I should have- we, we should put a disclaimer on this episode. It's a- it's a peppery episode. Yeah, trigger warning. This episode gets peppery. Um, <laughs> uh, so what's crazy to me is that you are coming on... How many episodes have we, have we done? Probably... 130 episodes! Oh, shit, that means the 138th is coming soon, and you know what that means, Ooh. air horn. But anyway, um, <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet. But uh, no, you know that we means, have right? been figuring you know. it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please tell me what you mean. <laughs> uh, let me just say it's going to be spectacular. Anyway, Simpsons fans will get it. Um, <laughs> anyway, Simpsons fans will get it! Yeah. Well, Unlike the listeners of this podcast. That's not our show in a nutshell. It's like, such and such, fill in the blank Simpsons I can tell fans. you this, Homer will be involved and the maybe fingers mean taxes anyway uh, so uh, I'm trying to spit out Bart's this dad. sentence <laughs> Bart's dad um, so and Horny Marge will be there speaking of speaking of we got some cool merch for our pledge drive oh, fans I'm so excited uh, we'll tell you more about it later but you could get a Horny Marge button designed specifically for you guys if you pledge we'll tell you more about it later but I want to hear about it now you just no. gotta wait uh, or you gotta pledge okay. so <laughs> uh, what's crazy to me is that you are Coming in on episode 130, and you still get to talk about Lisa's date with density. I could not believe this was available. Yeah. It has the best run of jokes it in does. the whole thing. It does, and we're going to talk about all was, of them. I was telling Sam off podcast, OP, sorry. Oh my God, we had so much gold. We did. You got I here. had to tell him so many times. That's why I was late. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to let that magic happen. Yeah. Um, but I told him that I had to uh, triple, quadruple, 
whatever comes after that check. Um, double Dog had, Dare. Double Dog Dare check to see if we had done this episode because I was certain we did. Because it's just so much. I know. And I uh, am vain and knew that it was not one that we had done because my song, Everything's Coming at Millhouse, is almost entirely based on this episode. And I know that I would have put my song at the end of it. Right. Uh, and I was just like, my time to shine will come one day. <laughs> that is vain. <laughs> it is vain. <laughs> anyway, thank you for choosing this episode so I can make it about me. <laughs> Do you want us to leave so you can just play your song? Yeah. Everything's no. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's enough. As uh, much as I've allowed myself with royalty fees. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's funny. So, that, the comedians <laughs> laugh. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's funny. I would laugh. I don't know if it was better. <laughs> uh, so, this this episode is so near and dear and has so many great jokes. We, last week, talked about um, a season two episode, uh, Principal uh, Chuck charming yes and that episode is so good and so great and we were talking about how like nice it is to kind of go from the really dense joke filled episodes to that really slow pace mm-hmm. but now that we're back oh, I don't man. know I had that same thought I was like we're back baby <laughs> zip zaps up like Superintendent oh Chalmers out of the gate boom 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 he's yelling at Skinner we're doing it my audio just got turned down <laughs> anytime you bring up improv games you get kicked off the podcast for no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but back I in didn't soon. even do improv. <laughs> I just like to make fun of it. I respect the medium, but I did stand up. I wouldn't know how to do it if I tried. Kids are better at it than me. Uh, no one can see Julia sobbing through this monologue. <laughs> that's, that's the third time I've cried today. Shop. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> before we get too far into the episode, uh, it's time for Julia to do a little thing called reading Wikipedia. God, we need to have an audio cue for this part. Drop. Okay. The episode <laughs> sees Lisa. I almost said Wait, Julia. that wasn't a professional audio drop? <laughs> no, it was. Don't give it away. Don't give away our secrets. All the other podcasts are listening. Okay. Podcast hosts are the last people to listen to podcasts. You would For think sure. that, right? but we're on a new network. Uh-oh. The episode <laughs> sees Lisa develop a crush on Nelson Muntz. Ew. Heard of him? <laughs> Which eventually leads to Lisa and Nelson dating. Wow. The episode leers at Lisa. I, I swear to God, one of these days, you guys, this is going to be a sentence I have to learn in Duolingo. I swear to God, this is going to be like, like, la femme loves Nelson. I'm like, it's just so basic. You know what would be fun is maybe, maybe when we have the time to do it, sometimes we could write our own intro and compare it to the Wikipedia one without you looking really at it first. could do that. <laughs> you know what? We could do a lot of things. I'm going to flip that and say that I I didn't have to do any of this, and yet I did. So why don't we start there? <laughs> We're both working ladies. Yeah, we are. So um, you know, whatever. So I think it missed some of the uh, some of the great beats, but we'll get through it. I I'm kind of it's it's always fun revisiting an episode, no matter how well you know it. There's still sometimes a layer of like I can't believe that's in this episode. Right. What blows me away is that you have the amazing uh, Nelson Milhouse Lisa stuff going on, and then also one of the funnier B stories that right. has become oh, man. so special. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's. It's, like, so antiquated, but in such a charming way. Like, it's not, like, 
when like George Carlin would be like, cell phones, put it away. And you're like, shut up, <laughs> old ghost. But, oh. like, but like, I remember that classic bit from well, which vinyl was that? Yeah. Cell phones, put it away. Yeah, but like this one is like the auto dialer is so funny. Like what uh-huh. a weird piece of Americana. I like, know. A, an auto dialer is so and, good. Yeah. So that's our light B story with Homer. And I also love like he's pestering. We'll get into it. But he's pestering the whole neighborhood just trying to like milk people for money thinking that it's his right. get rich quick scheme but I love that it comes from Professor Frank's laboratory <laughs> it's beautiful I know yeah. um, so one thing that I will uh, add just as a little anecdote is that so on Venmo you get to choose your name obviously and I saw that I was kind of like I wonder who has Happy Dude because I'd really like to have it Oh, so yeah. I sent a dollar to Happy Dude um, and then I said I'll give you another dollar if you let me use your name and he's just like hmm no. <laughs> that oh, happened, my God. That happened with my Twitter handle. Really? My Twitter handle sucks. And, uh, Say I, it. It's Sam Gone Wiles. And, oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's actually great. But uh, I super hate it. And I just wanted at Wiles. And the person who is at Wiles, I was like, hey, could I, like, PayPal you $20? This yeah. is several years ago. And she was like, what about 40 And I was like... Come on. And then she blocked me. <laughs> she blocked me at come on. Well, so. I feel like, I, I can't remember, my Twitter handle is, everybody knows, is at Julia Prescott. Sure. But before that, I think I, I don't know, I, I like switched it up with, I was trying to be cute or something, mm-hmm. and then I switched over to my full name. Whoever, I still had a Google alert that connected me to that Twitter handle. Whoever took it after me, she just took that whole account and spent her God-given time tweeting uh, John Stamos fan fiction. <laughs> yes. Specifically his character from Glee. Wow. Oh, so, so I had that even, treat waiting not for me. Not even, I don't think she even saw Full House. But she was just, it was like one part love letter from her to John Stamos. And then, and then like some... It got into some literary areas I that I was of, pretty proud of. That's I have a bunch wonderful. of John Stamos fanfic, but it's just his voice when he t- gives you the tour through Graceland. <laughs> yes! Have you, oh, I did that too! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, but it's mine, so mine's good. that was real horny. That's, it's, like, it's, that's I mean, my fanfic. Speak for yourself. It yeah, is real it's horny. horny. So speaking of horny, we have <laughs> horny March pins okay. if you pledge. Um, so uh, I was going to say something about John Stamos, but I'm sure it will come up again. We talk uh, about uh, him once an ep. I just we'll talk say, in circles. Yeah, I want I want to, like you, when you're walking through Graceland, I just want to say really quick, for people that haven't been to Graceland, people listening, not the people in this room, but people listening. What about me? Oh, Allie that hasn't (laughs) been to Graceland. In uh, in the last couple years, now when you tour it, they hand you an iPad that's interactive and you like plug in your earbuds and it's John Stamos' voice guiding you room by room, baby. (laughs) Wow. And then I think it also, I think the the location services are on where it can kind of feel if you're in like the TV room or whatever and it like, it's really high. Tech. And it's way better That's than amazing. Dave Coulier walking you through Hank Williams Jr.'s house. Ooh, you're sitting on that him. one. You love that joke. <laughs> I it's love good. it too. <laughs> it is good. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Um, so this is this is an example of a uh, it's an example of a joke that I forgot was in this episode. I forgot that's how it kicks it off. And I vividly remembered watching this for the first time and my dad laughing so much harder than I did because I didn't get the classist car joke. But now it's oh my, my favorite thing. It's it, amazing. That's my favorite kind of <laughs> – like that It so, truly makes me laugh is pride in your okay car. I know. It's so funny because you know it came from the dealer. Oh, yeah. You know like your dad's friend was like <laughs> – uh, I got a Hyundai, <laughs> and he's no. getting that pride from the Hyundai dealer going, 
You're a Hyundai owner. <laughs> You're a Hyundai man. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a thing about you. And he's like, I'll tell my kids. Like, <laughs> it's so funny because it sucks so much. I know. And I love like Skinner being so jealous of like, oh, I oh, hope, one I day. hope to be, yeah, I hope to be a car owner one day. So oh. good. Oh, it's so sad. He, I, I just also love that, that we really understand their relationship at this point, obviously. Mm-hmm. So when he comes in, uh, when Chalmers come in, comes in, Skinner being terrified is a completely reasonable thing. And just <laughs> yeah. the gaslighting of like you're being yeah. paranoid oh yeah have you ever had someone be mean to you and be like what are you scared of you're, like, uh, you're mean <laughs> so uh is it a honda or is it a honda it's a I, honda i said oh, honda as an example oh, of yeah, a, it's a honda thank you, thank you. it has the h on it yeah, yeah. which will be important later uh-oh uh so i yeah i love that i love that they have kind of a friendship or enough of a relationship that he'd be showing off his car um and i love that it's this idea of like this i make super uh I was about to say Super Nintendo. It's so hard not to say Super Nintendo. I've almost said it a hundred times. Superintendent. Damn you, Spencer's gifts for blasting that on every single XXL t-shirt known to man. Oh, my God. Spencer's gifts. Man, can a store only sell cool things? (laughs) I've been waiting and they answered my prayer. I love Spencer sitting at home like, what if there's just cool shit at our store? Spencer's gifts. I want to unpack that. It's all Rick and Morty stuff I want to see the the season of Startup uh, where it's just Spencer's. Spencer's gifts mm-hmm. and Oz. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see that back to I back. I went in there the other day, uh, and it, it is just, it's Rick and Morty till the back wall. And then and it's then, sex and then, toys. A, and then a bunch of mugs that are like, bitch, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, dildos and stuff. But like, that's like the normal thing there. Yeah. <laughs> the that... dildos are like the working class thing at Spencer's. So that's the same thing. I don't know if you've been to Universal City Walk uh, recently, but I go all the time. I mean, I highly same recommend. Same here, honey. Totally so normal, good. guys. It is, it is California's Vatican City, and I am its young pope. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I always at Bubba that. Gump Shrimp. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, uh, you're joking, but I'm being serious, so <laughs> why don't you just like watch your lane? Anyway, um, if, I don't know if you've been to that candy store it's sugar yeah <laughs> all the ads outside are like oh. fuck salads eat candy yeah. it's like I'm not eating candy instead of dinner like, <laughs> I, I can't handle this pressure it's I'm, not, I was it's on not board. a dichotomy <laughs> candy why isn't, do we have to choose candy isn't versus dinner <laughs> like we have fucking gummy salad bitch and you're like what are you yelling but I was gonna say that when you go into it's sugar it's like a you know the stupid garish like mega candy shop um it's like spencer's gifts except swapping out all of the rick and morty stuff with candy Mm -hmm. but then still the don't talk to me before i've had my coffee bitch that stuff is in the back too it's really weird but it's like if someone's personality was they loved candy like who is that (laughs) i get that people are like my thing is coffee because i work at an office but like whose thing is like my deal is candy i'm just like a fuckload of candy it's denise's birthday i gotta run up to it's sugar and get a giant rice krispie <laughs> I gotta go pay twenty dollars for oh, parking I, and then I gotta pay another twenty five for the right oh, yeah. I just I'm already forty five out I have to get one of those pixie sticks shotguns that <laughs> really hurts you the air cannon yeah. of pixie sticks yeah. like a t-shirt cannon hey speaking of candy remember when Homer goes to the quickie mart and puts a bunch of candy and sprinkles Ooh, yes. on his donut uh, good <laughs> what's the deal with that I, for, I forgot that that's in this episode that's can we there's actually, so much good stuff can we take a quick break and we think gotta about take that? a break alright Hi, this is Allie. And I'm Julia. 
And uh, we're here to talk to you guys about the Max Fun Drive. Now, as you guys know, we are brand new to the Max Fun Network, but we've been longtime fans and um, supporters of the Max Fun Drive in the past and continue to. We're so excited to be a part of it this year. So, um, as you guys know, also, it is the second and final week of the Max Fun Drive. Last push. Last push. Uh, Maximum Fun is listener supported and it's time to pledge your support. So the Max Fun Drive happens once a year. We're not like some of those other places that hit you up twice or three times a year. It's only once a year and it's for our best shows of the year. We offer great thank you gifts. It's a celebration of all things Max Fun and the best time to sign on as a member or if you're already a member to upgrade your membership. So if you guys aren't already a member, you guys should really consider doing it because we are all member supported. Mm-hmm. We are doing this because we love doing it. But And by getting your guys' support, it makes the shows better and they're more fun and just everything about it goes so smooth and we just love being a part of this Max Fun family. And so by doing this, you're going to get a lot of benefits. So some of the benefits to contributing, number one, you will feel awesome every time you listen because you guys will know that you are the reason that the episode sounds as good as it does and that the podcast hosts are kicking butt. Mm -hmm. It's all thanks to you. And you guys are going to help us reach our goal of 25,000 new and upgrading members. We want this so bad. We think that we could get it. We just need you guys to support us. But if that wasn't enough, you guys are going to get great pledge gifts. You know who's not going to get great pledge gifts? Who? Those jerks in Shelbyville. Oh my gosh. Mm -mm. They're not going to get... I'm so excited for our pledge gift this time. We've mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again. We have a pin, an enamel pin, for the $10 level member and it's just Horny Marge. I love Horny Marge. Every, I love Horny Marge, too. And everyone knows we love Horny Marge. She's our favorite character. She's strong. She's independent. Her hair is <laughs> down. And when you wear it on your jacket, I said it before, too, but like it looks like a band pin. It just looks cool. And it's like classy in that way. It doesn't scream like... I'm a podcast fan, but that's fine, too, (laughs) because we're taking over the world, baby. So um, there are different levels of pledge gifts when you become a member or when you um, upgrade your membership. So there's the $10, the $20, and the $35 monthly level that are the ones that are like the biggies. But there are pledge levels available from $5 to $200, whatever makes the most sense for what you can contribute at this time in your life. And there's special perks for those upper ones as well. Listeners can see all of the pledge gifts um, by going to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Once again, that's MaximumFun.org slash donate. So yeah, if you guys want to support Max Fun, uh, please become a member. You are helping us out so much. You're helping out the whole network. It's going to feel so good. So you guys can contribute at wide range levels from $5 to $200 a month. And you guys are going to get content even as low as $5 a month, which is so cool. It's nothing. And then you're helping out a whole network of people, a whole network of great shows. You know them. I love them. I mean, as I said, I was was a big fan before we came on and I'm so happy and so proud to be a part of this big community because that's what it is like when you're contributing as a member to max fun you're a part of this community you we see you guys at max fun con it's just the nicest smartest kindest group of people ever and i just love that we're now a part of that What a great break. What a great break. I wanted to say that that donut specifically, I've made that for Stonecutters before, 
and it's the most fun thing in the world. Just mm-hmm. taking a regular ass donut and putting a Jolly Rancher, a, a, <laughs> a, a top, a t- wait, what, what the Twizzler, mm-hmm. um, and then what else? A full size candy bar of some a kind, full, right? Yes. A Mounds bar is not a sprinkle. Yeah, yeah. A Twizzler is not a sprinkle. A Jolly Rancher <laughs> is not a sprinkle. Perhaps in Shangri La they are, but not here. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, so. uh, before we keep going, can I talk about the opening scene and how we oh, have just a to. little more? Yeah, please. Okay, uh, we can't leave until we do. <laughs> so they so they lose the H, and so Chalmers or Chalmers H is missing, and then they do a thing that I was so funny. Like I watched it with the commentary secondarily, and I noticed that they damage all the lockers. Yes, <laughs> like that's <laughs> with such a, a funny Simpsons thing. Is like <laughs> the system will ruin itself to for justice, and it will yeah. like yeah. Sc- screw up all the lockers just to get to the last one, which is Nelson's. That's so funny, and then and it kills me. That Skinner goes, damn, dang, darn. <laughs> he goes in so sounding order. It's like if you went, fuck, freak, fudge. Like, that's the best. Do it with any curse word. It's so fun. Yeah. Ass, butt, hind end. Like, it's so great. good. Well, right before that, so we get to Bart. Bart is like the second one in the lineup of checking the lockers. And um, Skinner is so confident. And uh, oh, they yeah. open it and it's empty and it goes, Boulder Dash. I'll just <laughs> stick my head right in, and then like four, <laughs> half a dozen eggs. It's so oh, good. there's the complete dozen. Yeah, <laughs> just right in his face. Um, and then I love they just accept that's Bart's locker. They're like, that's I, what Bart's locker's like. All I, right, move on. There we are. Yeah, and then they damage all of the lockers until they finally get to Nelson's, so and they good. say something like, "By deductive reasoning, yeah, you know, yeah. yours is the one." And they it's have so good. Permanently broken every locker. It's <laughs> a public school. I have to say, sometimes I write my notes in um, in a daze because I'm so uh, like immersed in The Simpsons, I guess, that I can't take good notes. I wrote, "Nelson is so cute in this." Great. <laughs> Helpful to the conversation. Oh, my God. The um, Twitterverse is going to be really <laughs> angry at us for that. So uh, so we, uh, we, you know, we get to the Quickie Mart, and we get that scene that sets up what is going to be the autodialer. And uh, I love the police coming, and I love the line of, like, we would have expected, be- we suspected better from Jimmy the Scumbag. Yeah, I wrote that in, too. <laughs> so funny. And uh, telemarketing scam, eh? Just, like, after hearing all of this awful stuff oh, about what's going to happen. That, I have that a- speech is so dark. Can, but, I, can I say it? Yeah. So, so. Wiggum in an uncharacteristic, like competent yeah. moment, and also real quick for our new listeners, Julie is a real Wiggum head. I like am, you should know, like I'm, I'm deep in the big Wiggum. into Wiggum. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I just feel like every time he's invited to the party, it's a good time. It's yes. a good time. So uh, we have the perp in the backseat, Jimmy the scumbag, and um, Wiggum is just rattling off like all the things that he's going to expect. You know, when he gets to prison, bread and water, icy showers, <laughs> guys whomping your Guards whomping your ass every hour on the clock, and the only way out is suicide. suicide. And then Homer just stares <laughs> blankly, and he goes, telemarketing, eh? <laughs> like, I love so that joke of, like, that's what you got from that? It's so funny. Oh, I remember when, well, no, I was going to say, I remember when Nelson was cute, but it wasn't him being cute. It was just Skinner saying something funny. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> Who are you anymore? <laughs> hey, listeners, tell me why I thought Nelson was cute in this. Hashtag um, tell me. <laughs> I, I love I love the conversation between Willie and Skinner at this moment. Uh, mm-hmm. This is when uh, he's saying, it's like, in the lowest form of work yeah, ever. Yeah. I'm standing right I'm here. I'm standing right here. Well, well. Take him Take. in. <laughs> look, look at him. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I also, so I remember as a kid really loving all of, so 
all the things that Nelson says when the kids are being given back their stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. he stole. They're all things that I continue to say <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they were, bite me, cram it, you're dead, get bent. And I love that uh, Edna just kind of was like, mm, business as usual. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Also, so around this time, so that, that happens, They all the kids reclaim their stuff from Nelson. Is this, the next scene, the happy dude plot comes back on and calls Mr. Burns. Is this the first Ahoy Hoy? I mean, I mean, it's the first one that made me fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I don't correct. know, listeners. <laughs> I, know. I need um, to stop asking questions I don't want the answer to. <laughs> uh, so when he calls Mr. Burns, it's just the cutest little thing. Let me show you how it works. This baby has every phone number in town programmed into it. It automatically calls them one by one and plays my message. Listen. Ahoy, hoy. Greetings, friend. Do you wish to look as happy as me? Well, you've got the power inside you right now. So use it and send one dollar to Happy Dude, 742 Evergreen Terrace, Springfield. Don't delay. Eternal happiness is just a dollar away. Hmm. One dollar for eternal happiness. I'd be happier with the dollar. It's just such a funny thing because it's great. Believe it or not, he has a lot of money, and it makes it funnier. <laughs> I mean, I would have said the same thing. That's that's when my explaining why frugal dad reasoning. that joke is funny. Yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. I feel like one of the reviews on our podcast will be that, like, they explained why it's funny that he said that, oh. that could also be the name of this podcast. <laughs> I haven't checked our reviews in so why long. Why this is funny? I would love people to rate and review. I really would. Um, I haven't read them in a while. So but who but are it, we to say? Who are we to say? Um, so of course we we kind of skipped over, but everyone knows there's a moment between Lisa and Nelson here where it's kind of like she's uh, you know expressing her like distaste. distaste. Um, is that the word you just said? Yeah. We're wow. friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Allie. We both, that's said, we both said the right word for the situation. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I just, you got to savor the moments when they come. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They're so far and few between. <laughs> Let's <laughs> shut up and kiss me. <laughs> hey, this is kind of nice. All right. So anyway, uh, stole a merch, bite me, cram it, your dad, get bent. Where are we? <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, Lisa. Just watching <laughs> Nelson bully. Ter- he's terrorizing Willie. The noozle at the end of the oh. who's. So, noodles, she, oh, she got distracted in, in uh, Mr. Largo's class. And here's what's funny. So we talked about oh God. What episode was it? Um, in the PTA disbands. There's this. What I think is a deleted scene of uh, the kids that are in the. Um, Whatever the class is, it's not choir. Orchestra. Band. So yeah. So <laughs> what's like what's like choir but with with instruments? Tromboner. So this is the point where uh, in that episode they say we could play the forbidden music and then they play Pop Goes the Weasel and then he, right that's in PTA disband. That's what I'm saying. Yes, 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 yes. In a deleted scene and mm-hmm. then here aren't are they not? Because I have Pop Goes the Weasel in my notes. They are not <laughs> well, playing Pop Goes the Weasel. He has a list weasel. of songs on the chalkboard, if I remember. And yeah. One of them okay, is Pop there Goes it is. Weasel. So then we have a nice little behind the scenes. You're correct. Phew. Uh, <laughs> That's what I want, is I want the band room to yes. be canon. Yes. Like, I yes. want it to be, like, make sense chronologically. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. want to know, like, whose obsession with, like, who had such a formative memory of that song that it's oh, being in many, yeah, yeah, yeah. many episodes. So this has uh, one of my favorite lines of all time yes 
Do you find something funny about the word tromboner? No, sir. I was laughing at something outside. She was looking at Nelson. Lisa likes Nelson. She does not. Newhouse likes Lisa. He does not. Jamie likes Millhouse. She does not. Una likes Millhouse. Nobody likes Millhouse. Lisa, you've got detention. Nobody so likes good. Millhouse. So fantastic. I mean, the difference between everything's coming at Millhouse. I mean, obviously, we love that line because it's the name of our podcast. But we the- should have had our name be Nobody Likes Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> and you understand that he's saying that as like a utility to move yeah, yeah. on with class. Oh my god, the the like the coldness of it is so funny. Yeah, it is so I, funny. That like that unintentional like. Meanness out of nowhere, surprise yes. meanness is so funny to me, and I I feel pretty bad about it. Yeah, but like him bullying Willie, like really makes me laugh. Like being just like obtuse to Willie, like trying his best to be a good janitor. And you know who <laughs> else it makes laugh? Lisa Simpson, yeah, yes. who has a crush on Nelson. Yeah. yeah, I would say that cold that coldness coming from an authority figure to like move on with so the day. Funny. That's some of my favorite stuff in real yeah. life, in fictional life, all of it. It's so good. So just to give you an insight on my brain again, uh, mm-hmm. my notes say. Uh, Snickerpuss, chalk thing, Nelson hitting bees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is also down. the poem I'm performing later tonight Ooh. at the Largo. No, at the Mister Largo. I, I heard that you were getting into slam poetry, but you know. I now, guess, somebody hmm. remind me what Snickerpuss is a reference to. The Simpsons, clearly, but did is that um, a thing that was said, or did I have an autocorrect? I mean, it's mishap. So, it's not, no, no. I was texting it earlier. It, it my sounds Hanna Barbera esque. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's what Lisa has to write on the. Chalkboard. Right, right. Uh, yes. So the chalk thing. Um, so uh, Sam told me what this what episode he was going to pick uh, quite a while ago. We like to try and book uh, long in advance mm-hmm. and a behind the scenes, a little behind the scenes, <laughs> and uh, we should start doing um, commentary on our podcast. We really should. <laughs> I think our after show podcast is going to be through the roof. Uh, so uh, you'll navel gaze oh so hard God. you'll turn into a circle. <laughs> Do you guys think that's a thing <laughs> that there's an after show like a Talking Dead? For for people's pot, their kids. It is bonkers. Be. There's there a, must it's, be. A, it's bonkers. There's a Talking Dead. <laughs> Let alone, <I> know. <laughs> Let alone, like, it, of course there is. Uh, so it as a bit. So, I Mac, mean, Max, listeners, you heard it here first. Yeah, Max Fun Pledge Drive people. We will. Um, if you give us five dollars, we will not ever make you listen to that. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we will force you. <laughs> I disagree. Kelly, I'm locking it in. That's a really funny bit. We should do an after show for our podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, Sam and I were talking about this episode and kind of just like. Like, this is before we both had rewatched it, I think, and we're just kind of, like, talking about the things that stuck out. And one of the things that stuck out to me so much is that, like, six-tiered chalk, I'm not going to say machine, but whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Like, it's the device. It's such a crazy thing. And, like, everything is done on computers now, I'm sure, but the idea of having, like, things made done easier for you, I can't talk, is, like, Mm -hmm. very... Fun. Like it was something that, like as a kid, I watched that. I was like, "Whoa, I wonder if that's real." Yeah, I know. Yeah. and I don't know. It's stuck. It's, it's not like, like a, it's like a early life hack. Yeah, type thing. Yeah, I was I was gonna say like the bullying life hack of it, and I love that. Like Lisa Nelson suggested to Lisa to help her with that situation, mm-hmm. and she's impressed by that kind of ingenuity. Yeah, yeah, because it is valuable. <laughs> that's it the is. thing. Is like Nelson has value. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. It's great. Is it maybe, is that this the first like real in-depth Nelson episode? I think so. Yeah. I mean, before we had kind of seen him and the and the crew kind of in their like right. um, race cars. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm listening. But yeah. Uh, so I love, I, they, they capture having a crush so perfectly. My memory of having crushes in elementary school is similar to this where it's kind of like, as an adult, hopefully, you tend to like people because you have shared interests and because there's some level of attraction that is based on something a little deep, you know, at least a little bit. And Mm -hmm. in elementary school, it's kind of like, why do I like this person? Like, it kind of just, like, sneaks up on you. Yeah. I like him because I thought it was funny that he bullied the janitor. Which is so uncharacteristic of Lisa. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was Bart falling in love with Nelson. That's so true. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even have that logic. I feel like when I was in grade school, I just, like, looked around the room and was like... Yeah, that guy has brown hair. Like, that's about as <laughs> oh, far truly. as it yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I was his shadow for, I was, like, the next couple weeks. <laughs> I was a little more, like, not survivalist, but I was pretty, like, he could run fast. Like, it was kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I had a like Darwinism. A, but yeah, no, you're like great. a little idiot, and you need to think <laughs> when, of stuff. When the grid goes down, then I will go and uh, take take heed with the sanctuary. Exactly. So I, I love <laughs> the way that uh, she's realizing that she has a crush on Nelson. Uh, there's that line of just, like, uh, he's a riddle wrapped in a an enigma wrapped in a vest Um, and uh, something we will see throughout the episode that has become a recurring theme since uh, we moved to Max Fun is we love when the Simpsons characters are wearing different outfits Yeah. Uh, so enjoy the vest while you can ladies because there's going to be an outfit change later enjoy it while you can (laughs) and I love the function of Nelson as like an adult like what he it's so silly that like what his character does is a character is embarrassed. We all know the character is embarrassed. They wrote the scene that way, and then Nelson just goes, "You're embarrassed." That's <laughs> such a it. funny <laughs> joke to just emphasize for no reason, really. I know. And isn't that what like little kid bullies do? Do is like you're like, "I have a peanut allergy," and he's like, "You have a peanut allergy," and you're like, "I know, <laughs> I know, I, know. I, I just said to... it." Yeah, like, yeah, I love uh, it. So once uh, Lisa realizes that she has this crush, and there's this like, "Oh no!" Like I can't believe that I have a crush on Nelson. Um, she decides to tell the news, and we're gonna listen to that clip right now. You like Nelson? <laughs> but he's a creep, and he chipped one of my permanent teeth. But I bet underneath, he's a sweet, sensitive person. Like you. I guess you could say I want to bring out the Millhouse in Nelson. But I'm all Millhouse. Plus, my mom says I'm the handsomest guy in school. I like you too, Millhouse, but not in that way. You're more like a big sister. No, I'm not. Why does everybody keep saying that? Would you do me a favor? When you get back to class, just give him this note. Please. When she sees you'll do anything she says, she's bound to respect you. Sure. What's a big sister for? God, the voice acting in that scene is the, so great. The joke I couldn't think of earlier is way to drink, Poindexter. Which is so good. <laughs> uh, it, um, this, scene is, this scene is definitely what a lot of um, young men who love talking about the friend zone would probably refer yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of young men who are just like, nice guys finish last. It's like, rem- well. But like, you're a millhouse and you don't know They have dumb eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, when we were talking you to like Vaseline Jensen. on toast. <laughs> yeah. When we were talking to Jensen Karp, um, he, I think, did another Millhouse episode. But he was talking about how he relates most with Millhouse. So that's why I thought we had done this before. But I remember him referencing that scene specifically as being, like, you know, kind of what 
like set set the tone for his romantic life. <laughs> totally. For so his youth. when Jensen Carp told us on the podcast that he was like Millhouse, um, and that he said he's adult Millhouse, not just like someone who grew up feeling like Millhouse, but yeah. is adult Millhouse. I shot that down so fast, and now here he is married to Topanga. He I know. Just yeah, yeah. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he got engaged. <laughs> oh, like a, oh, like well, a handsome. Yeah. Yes. Like a handsome. <laughs> Like wealthy rapper. rapper. He's like, yeah, I'm so Millhouse. Oh, Kanye owes him money. Up. I know, I know. He's doing just fine. Also, Jensen, <laughs> yeah. we'd love to have you on again if you'll have us. Uh, yeah, Topanga, I, or I not. I'm sort of Hans Mole Man. <laughs> I can't move good. And I... <laughs> Shut up. But then driving is your livelihood. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so right after that clip, uh, we have uh, what is one of the most, I would say, iconic moments of The Simpsons ever. I, I see it all the time. Um, uh, it, it's it's just so perfect. And that is the note scene. If, 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 Sam, oh. if Sam, you would like to walk us through it. Oh. <laughs> Do the honors. What's so great about it is the smash cut. Because it's, it's <laughs> uh, you just see a note getting passed. And you know it's from Lisa to Nelson, but it gets passed down. Nelson reads it, turns around to see Milhouse waving at him daintily. With his eyebrows raised. Eyebrows raised. He looks so like, He's guess who likes suggestive. you? It's and it's like a little homophobic, <laughs> the joke. But like, man, it's so funny that the next scene is <laughs> Milhouse is on a stretcher, maybe dead. <laughs> It's so I good. Mean, that little fact... line of blood out of his nose. It's so funny. Listen, people know this about me. Maybe in the first 10 minutes of knowing me, I love a good smash cut. <laughs> I love a oh, good smash and cut. And a siren. How oh, funny yeah. is it that there's a siren? Like, it's you know immediately so the deal. Funny. Like, it's so good. That was a Josh joke, a Josh Weinstein joke. Um, I read about that. In my research, um, it was funny. Like in in the production end of the Wikipedia page for this episode, they were like, "This joke was this guy. This joke like it, they were just going what? through the list as That's if they amazing. had like transcribed um, the DVD commentary by the Bible <laughs> or the Bible. I wish the Bible came like that. Like this riff <laughs> was the from <laughs> the Apostle Paul. Anyway, I think um, the Bible's cute. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed reading about that. Now, so good job, Josh. Now, everyone, let's take a minute to think about the Bible while we take a quick break. <laughs> So let's take a minute to talk about the gifts from the Max Fun Drive. So at $5 a month, you're going to get the exclusive bonus content. So this is like behind the scene podcast. This is, we have a live show that will be available for you guys to listen to. Uh, Jonah Radio did a great, like almost like a festival of musicians exclusively for members. And then at $10 a month, we have that awesome Marge pin that Julia told you about. We are so excited about it. For $20 per month, you could get the Max Fun Family Cookbook. Ooh. I know. So this was curated by the Max Fun hosts and contains recipes of all kinds of things from cocktails, desserts, and everything in between. And I just can't imagine, like, what is the Jordan Morris recipe going to be? Is it going to be in a cuppy? Who knows? Oh, Who knows? A, oh, <laughs> but oh. it has a bonus set of a handsome space-themed cookie cutter as well, which is so cute. Yeah, they're going to be so great. And then for 35 a month, you get a one-liter juice carafe, or you can put any kind of liquid you want in it. Um, Any kind. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're your own boss. Um, it's beautifully and permanently engraved with the Max Fun Rocket logo, and it is great for tastefully displaying all kinds of beverages. I mentioned previously, it could be a vase or I a vase. I no love that. Where you stand on that, I'm, or you could just drink it by yourself as like a goblet. 
I love it. So that's, yeah, you guys could donate 5 to 200 but 10 20 and 35 Those are those sweet, sweet gifts that we love so much. We're super stoked about them. Uh, so this is for ongoing monthly members and people that are renewing their membership. We just want to thank you guys so much. We love you guys. This is such a cool family to be a part of. Um, it feels so special to be a part of the Max Fund Network, and we know that you guys all feel the same way. Becoming a member will make you guys feel even more part of this community and will help these shows get so even better than they are. So uh, to do that, uh, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. And select the membership level that is right for you. Uh, keep in mind, again, that there are all different levels of memberships. Um, whatever makes the most sense for you in your life at this time, you'll provide your credit card and some basic information, including which Max Fun shows you listen to. And voila, you're a member. So your membership contribution will process automatically each month. You don't even have to think about it. You don't have to do anything else. It's done. And, um, you know, unless your credit card expires or you decide to cancel, which you can at any time. So you guys become a member right now. If you're listening to this, just do it while it's fresh on your mind. Mm -hmm. We all have things to do and we understand that, you know, maybe you've been wanting to support Max Fun for a long time and it's just been escaping you. But why not do it when you're going to be rewarded for it with all these awesome prizes and we're putting on our best shows and everyone's doing the best job. So check it out. There are so many reasons to do it. We think that we could get to that goal of 25,000 new and upgrading members. I'm so excited. Yeah, we think that we could do it. Why don't you prove it? Uh, Do it now while it's on your mind. It's so easy and it is so much fun. Right, and we're back. Did everyone Woo. like thinking about God? <laughs> I did. <laughs> hey, I me too. I always like thinking about God. <laughs> um, well, you guys read the Bible. I watched uh, some Penn and Teller clips, and I've got <laughs> oh. some, some news for you. Oh, yeah. no. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, the magic is real? <laughs> yeah. uh, so we get this moment. Some after men are the, quiet. <laughs> uh, after the note, um, Lisa reveals that it was actually her who has the crush. And there's this moment of kind of like, why do you like me? Girls don't like me. And uh, and and there's just kind of this like, cute little song and dance of like, let's do something about this crush. And <laughs> they decide to go back to Lisa's house. And... The be the baby scene with uh, Snowball is yes. so Oof. funny and mm-hmm. relatable. Mm-hmm. Of just like I have so many instances of like trying to impress someone with something, it not going well, and them saying like, "I don't care." <laughs> no, no, I no, get no, no, it. No. I don't care. <laughs> uh, Moon Man always likes to wear this hat. Moon Man, come wear this hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, painfully relatable, and I love that it- we get a view of Bart as well, just coming in, just like terrified <laughs> that his bully is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love the line that Bart says, like, whoa, Lisa, look out. Nelson's in our house. (laughs) But I also love I bolded that because I wanted to ask you guys in your young love moments, you know, when it's all innocent, elementary school, middle school, maybe like, did you have well, A, did you have a girlfriend, boyfriend? Did they come over to your house? Did you try to do a similar thing with the be the baby thing? Anyone? Anyone? Totally. Yeah. 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 I remember like a crush in sixth grade come over. I like, uh, we had like, we were supposed to do like a church Christmas party, and she came over and was like, You sure have a lot of action figures. And I was like, I certainly do. <laughs> There's no I, denying how many action I've figures I've been given in this all room. the information I need about yeah, yeah. this courtship. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen uh, The Rock? I have him here. <laughs> um, I. 
I had a gigantic trampoline, trampopoline. And uh, I would mostly invite people over to watch how high I could jump. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't do any, like, real tricks. Um, yeah. It always went well. Didn't date anyone. Um, <laughs> I was my told they were... didn't reel anyone in. I was told they were intimidated by how good my jumping is. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't think um, I ever got so far to have a play date come over... I think I just like went to the park uh, and challenged other young boys to a game of Ninja Turtles that they did not care for, and then I went, "Okay, then I win." And I a just game went, of Ninja yes, Turtles, a game of Ninja Turtles, and I would just climb the tree by myself. You know what? Wasn't limited to guys. The women in my life were also disinterested. I'd go, hey, you want to play Hocus Pocus? And they'd go, please leave us alone. And I'd go, fine, then I get to be Sarah Jessica Parker. You lose. Nobody likes Good Julia. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, so... Uh, speaking of good days, Frank has had a better one Whoa! when he, I don't know. <laughs> so at this point, uh, we realize that Happy Dude, uh, the uh, the automated dialer is being used for um, evil, <laughs> and uh, I, I love that it calls. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's one of the sins. So yeah. I hear. Um, what is that from? The Bible? So I just read it. Uh, so Frank. Uh, I'm so used to saying Frankiac that it did uh, autocorrect in my notes. Did it really? Um, I just am constantly saying, I love Frankiac. <laughs> um, so, uh, Please stop texting me that, by the way. I already know. You're texting yourself. <laughs> I do text myself, and my phone doesn't know what the number is, and it always says, maybe Brittany Green. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> That's so specific, it's true. <laughs> it is true. I love it. <laughs> Why would I ever not be true? So, uh, Frank... I'll read my notes. Frank realizes what it's doing. Alert school children about snow days. Wheels. <laughs> you are designed to alert children about snow days. Let's get you home to Frankie. Hope your wheels still work. And then Homer races after it. I love that Frank voice. I love that. <laughs> Hope your wheels still work. Hope your wheels Hello. still work, beautiful. I'm ready for voiceover, baby. <laughs> Is Frank cool? Yeah. <laughs> Have I not been Real talk. Uh, yeah. So I don't often get any auditions ever because uh, I don't try and I'm not an actress but like <laughs> <laughs> on the occasion when I I never drive a bus primarily because I'm not a bus driver I also don't have a driver's license uh, cool. but on the occasion I've never seen a bus <laughs> I, these are all true statements but on the, on the occasion that I do get any kind of auditions especially if it's like a voiceover thing I can't do anything that isn't this so it's but like that's so specific. a variation You're so specific. I, think, oh, I think that thanks. would be good for if the character was drawn just like you. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to... I, I do, like, a more awkward, strained version of myself at do all it. times. Uh, hey, this is me. Is that working? Is yes. that a cartoon? Is that a cartoon you. mouse? Yeah. Can you hear it? <laughs> do they cry a lot? Because I'll bring that to the table, too. <laughs> that's, you, that's you if you've got, like, a big day tomorrow. Oh, that's great. Really <laughs> I do. Oh, oh. oh no. no. I also can't act. And every, like, commercial audition I've ever been on, they'll be like, can you do that again? this way and I'll go no <laughs> I can do it like me now no, <laughs> is that exactly. what you want and you know what they should take what you're giving them because that's exactly. what you're going to go to when you get tired on set so yeah, there yeah. it is there. I've cast a thing or two <laughs> they always bring
doing it for like big country guy. It's like I'm not that kind of big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should start acting just to know who I am. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I know what I'm not. <laughs> Lisa is learning who Nelson Ooh, is. Thank you. Um, when so we good at this, <laughs> you're great. Um, what have you done? This 130 episodes worth. <laughs> so uh, we get to Nelson's house. We have the uh, the Quickie Mart uh, mat, which is great. Yeah. This is part is kind of sad. Get into it. Um, he says, you're the first person I've had over at my house since my dad went nuts. Jesus Christ. I know. Ooh. Suicide? Dad's going nuts? Ooh. I know. <laughs> this episode is nuts. Uh, that's I'm the sound of a million unsubscribers. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Is that a million subscribers? Oh I God. mean, I know. That's actually the real takeaway we from that. We have eight. We have eight. <laughs> one of them is my mom. The other one is my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> who I love. I love that they listen. But it just makes me it makes me have to think twice about the childhood stories I tell. Speaking mm. of childhood, these, <laughs> these people are childs. Yes, this, Good. I, Good I want to say real quick this this so we have the saddest of the sad like my dad went nuts line, but then very shortly after that we have the happiest of the happy. Gotta nuke something. Got, yes! Yeah. Gotta nuke something. I was gonna say, so they're uh, for like, I want to say two straight years, I got into a habit of like any birthday, Christmas, whatever, I would make um, the people in my life a Simpsons related art piece. Now, I am not an artist, so yes, that is why are. I stopped. Thank You're a you. podcaster. I'm more Thank of a bus you. driver. I'm more of a bus driver. Voiceover. <laughs> I do voiceover for I the bus. I do the voice of the bus. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Someone auditioned to be the voice of the bus. That's real. You know what? That is real because when you drive or drive, when you ride the bus in L.A. I drive the, the bus. I'm yeah, the bus driver. I know you do. I'm the captain. Anyway, when you ride the bus in L.A., there is a voice. It announces every stop and I'm uh, Sam Brown had a really funny stand-up bit about like how it would be normal voice the whole time, like Figueroa and Sunset or whatever. But then it would get to a point where it'd go Sunset and Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it like really pumped the gas on that Hollywood. Well, important people are listening to that stuff. I know. Well, I was going to say that um, I made my sister out of felt. You felt- made your sister out of felt? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to finish the sentence. That's the most kind of joke you jump on that I, if I had to like draw it up. Okay, I, made, <laughs> I made a felt thing for my sister. Is that better? Um, felt is my no. preferred medium. If, uh, if y'all are taking notes at home. Yeah, you have I thought you said you weren't an artist. I know. I'm sorry. I was going through my felt period. Anyway, I made a felt poster of Nuke the Whales. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah, it lends itself well to the medium of felt. If anybody wants to make a felt version. Another sad thing about that scene is when he just goes to sleep because he has because he has no boundaries, he has no parenting, like he just that's how he reacts is that he's like, Well now I do this because it's my baser instinct. I'm tired and I will go to sleep like an adult would because no one's I don't have a bedtime. I just go I'm in my room with a bunch of junk in it, and you're like, that's so true. That's a real, real way of thinking that. But that's accurate. It is accurate. And you get why Nelson is a bully. It's like a socioeconomic reason. He's, like, bigger than his classmates. Yeah. And, like, it's so true. It is very true. That's, like, what it would be like to go over to... Like your bully's house. It's kind of the polar opposite um, scene, if you guys remember that uh, 21 Jump Street movie. 
with uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. But um, there's that one scene I remember they go over to like the bully's house or the cool kid's house and they say that line like they're all like doing drugs and like hanging out and having a bonfire and Jonah Hill has that line of like oh it's so cool that your parents don't care about you. Yeah. And it's like the same scene but like polar yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. saddest dial yeah, yeah. You, had, you had a rich friend whose parents didn't pay attention to him and then you had a yeah. poor friend whose parents didn't. And it's like it breeds a weirdly similar person like you're really independent those people sometimes end up being great adults because yeah. they don't like need anything yeah it, well so also to get like, back i wonder if nelson grows up to be like a pretty cool dude i'm sure <laughs> you know what i mean i hope so listeners let us know what you think nelson is going to grow up to be that's a very well, that's he, an honest please let us know instead yeah, yeah. of all our hashtag jokies yes. Has, yeah. hashtag <laughs> yes as we've established in a previous episode um so before we uh zip around um i wanted to just say so Lisa goes with Nelson to his house and, you know, she thinks that they're going to, like, have a hangout. I, I don't actually know if she knows what she is expecting. Um, she's This is her first crush. But he picks up a guitar and starts singing, <laughs> Joy to the world, the teacher's dead. I don't want to sing the full thing. We borrow And he the plays the guitar the way you play the guitar if you don't know how. Yep. Totally. I've totally done that. Yeah. yeah. And then she takes offense and her line is so great. She goes, I wish I could laugh at the idea of a teacher being decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she gets picked up by Marge and the two of them are having a, uh, a mother-daughter talk about uh, kind of what to expect from relationships, and I love this scene. Let's play that clip. I feel so stupid, Mom. Nelson's not right for me at all, and I don't think he ever will be. Well, most women will tell you that you're a fool to think you can change a man, but those women are quitters. What? When I first met your father, he was loud, crude, and piggish, but I worked hard on him, and now he's a whole new person. Mom... He's a whole new person, Lisa. Oh, I know. Hmm. I wonder if I could change Nelson. Uh, so the episode proceeds to watch her try to change Nelson. We get a little outfit change. Mm-hmm. Um, what a good outfit. I mean, it's a really good one. There's a good uh, forward-facing Nelson shot. Yes. Did you notice? Yeah. Everyone loves doing the forward-facing Nelson. Forward-facing Nelson. Oh, boy. <laughs> a half Ooh. Nelson and a full Nelson are actual things, which is yeah. very funny. I know. The I forward-facing love it. Nelson is. That's, it's, I think you, it's. You, like, can picture that. Like, oh, you know yeah. what that is. It's you probably it very is. weird. I thought it was illegal in 40 states. <laughs> it involves nuking. So. <laughs> so uh, we we get to the Griffith Park Observatory version of the planetarium, you know. yeah, yeah, and uh, and I love that you know this is also very relatable of uh, Lisa trying to kind of pull something out of a person that mm-hmm. maybe doesn't want to have stuff pulled out of that <laughs> yeah. sounds sexual, but mm-hmm. basically uh, I you love know. that Nelson's not not deep; he's yeah. just not ready. Like totally, don't, don't make him do it. He's got <laughs> layers. He does not have the emotional tools. Sounds yeah. like you to relate understand. to Nelson. Oh, I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil the end of this podcast. Uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> how do you relate to Nelson? <laughs> it's be very uh, so, so we get those questions, just like you know, like what do you feel? Like what's inside of you? Like I don't know, guts, guts <laughs> black stuff, fifty Slim Jims. 
That's so funny. I love it. And uh, then they share their first kiss. And it's so, like, cute in the way that it's animated. Yeah. They're, they're would you say lips. Nelson is cute here? Oh. Um, I would not give you that at this point. Never. Uh, so how many times do people kiss you to shut you up? I could think of many. Um, mostly on the podcasts. Um, so, I've had those relationships anyway. I, I remember. So this is, this is the type of joke that kind of, like, doesn't age great, but still makes me laugh because it's deep in my bones. Uh, but also it's just kid logic. So I don't think it's I don't think it's homophobic. I just think it's kids being stupid idiots. And so we get uh, Lisa and Nelson kissing and then Jimbo and all those guys come over and just like, you kissed a girl? That's so gay. And yeah. it's not necessarily being <laughs> like, I don't know. It's one of those jokes that like, if anyone wants to say like, that's bad. I totally hear you. Yeah. And but it's also kids saying It's it. kids being yeah. stupid. And it's yeah, maybe yeah. the first instance of a joke that later got played out. Exactly. That's, it's so funny that first time you hear is like, oh, that's that is a stupid <laughs> like eighth grade bully I would know. be like, girls gay. Like that's very funny. <laughs> and there's nothing that you can say in in response to it. They're just gonna like block you can, out. Can I with bring their something stupid... up that maybe has been touched on before in the podcast? Yes. Um, My so name when... is Allie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. What ages uh, are everyone in, like, Nelson's friend group? Because, like, Nelson is, like, Bart's age. Jimbo's, like, 16. Kearney's 25. Because <laughs> Kearney drives, thir- so he's at least thir- 16. The third guy is some other age. Nelson's no one, the youngest. Everyone is, like, so impressed with Nelson, but Nelson is, like, Bart's age. Eight. And then, yeah. like... Or so he would be 10. So, so he'd be 10, but, like... Kearney can drive in as a child. So, and then, so 16, he's at least six, 17. If not older, Jimbo is dating, what's her name in the... Laura in, Powers. So yes. that's probably so she's 15. Like, he's, he's like 15. What Maybe 15 14. year old is hanging out with a 10-year-old and is like, <laughs> and that's and their is like leader. he's my boss. Like, <laughs> the best kind so of 15-year-old. <laughs> their ages are boy. so wacky. Okay, but maybe here's... Let's get some fan theory. Let's ask uh, the old Julia Prescott yeah, handle. I'll make, make these Twitter nerds crazy. Let's do it. Uh, so mm, what if he's held back a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. He no, might be can, their agent. Yeah. They've probably made an allusion to that or a joke about that, right? Like Maybe. that Nelson is held back. Or... I feel like he's Bart's age. But Bart has a crush on Laura Powers, too, and he's a little bit too young. But maybe not like six years difference. It's probably like, right, right, right. There's, right. Just, there's just developmental, st- like physical <laughs> stuff that's like, it's like Jimbo's, Impossible. C- Jimbo's clearly Jimbo's a, a teenager. Man. Bart is clearly a boy. Yes. Nelson is in Bart's class. <laughs> but Nelson's like also kind of a man. That's honestly, it's very weird. It's honestly very funny. <laughs> Listeners, if you know, please let us know. Hashtag yes. Um, <laughs> just imagine if you yes. saw a 10 year old hang out with a 16 year old. You'd be like, Bad stuff's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, at this point, we get Lisa standing up for Nelson, which is very embarrassing, Mm -hmm. but very sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I love that what what really pushes them over the edge is being called crumb bums. (laughs) Yes. Well, I wanted to say real quick, when Nelson says... I'll handle this, Lisa. You go have a fig bar. And then she does, and it's so cute. The sound effects of her (laughs) eating the bar is so sweet. I I don't know why it touched me. No, it's real. Um, We all love figs. So um, I don't eat figs. There are wasps in them. Anyway. What? um, I'm sorry. Are you just hearing this now? (laughs) What Netflix documentary is that? A little YouTube video called There Are Wasps in My Fig. No. (laughs) Julia flipped a table over. I did. And I'm crying now for that. Uh, because I'm so sorry. To, I didn't mean to, Jesse Thorne. I didn't mean it. Uh, well, it would seem that you're not wicked bad like Nelson still is. Anyway, so basically we we find out that these, uh, you, you know, the the 
Nelson clan goes over to Slaw Skinner's house, which is also a very funny thing mm-hmm. that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Coleslaw uh, is so gross, and it's so funny to <laughs> fling it at someone's home. A bunch home. of rancid coleslaw <laughs> they found behind the dumpster. I can't of think of a worse burger. food. It's mm-hmm. gross for to hit your house for you to have <laughs> to deal with because it gets so hot bad. and it's like. I also enjoyed oh. their curse words of "prove it, ass butt." That's also cursing going backwards. Damn, dang darn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I love that as they're slawing Skinner's house, um, we get the like, "Why is he hanging out with that Simpsons chick?" And then it's like, "Cause your mom." They make it so dramatic, but it's not a good line. Like they make it so dramatic, and then oh, it's yeah. just like, "Cause your mom had a three month waiting list." And I remember, nice. <laughs> and I remember listening to, and just like, "Yeah." Um, but I remember listening or hearing that as a kid. And kind of asking my dad's like, what's that mean? And my dad's been like, mm, nothing. Yeah, it's too, but <laughs> it, it's not even like salacious. It's like, I just don't want to explain this joke it's to so, you. It's so funny how many things like you listening to this podcast, how many things you would be like, dad, what? Yeah. <laughs> Is that bad? I also watched The Simpsons with my dad, which is why I love it. But he never, I never would like ask him. That's Same too here. embarrassing. I would just I would just nod and pretend like yeah. ah yes I, I yeah. am. I like thought my dad was cool too. and I wanted him to like think I was cool too. Yeah. And I would be like, we get it, don't we, Dad? <laughs> like that was more It's like a joke about taxes. It's like yeah. ah yes, taxes. Uh, the IRS, right, Tim? <laughs> I do believe I I do believe Tim I is said my this. dad's name. Get out of here. Hey, get out of town. Um I think I said this on the podcast before and Julia, you and I are the same type of person in this way, but I remember trying to relate more with my teachers than my classmates uh, and yeah. once I was sitting in the back because uh, I was also cool and uh, the Duh. teachers <laughs> you guys were, man you guys were like such different children like, where you guys were like doing equations and just like like doing like little science experiments like cool playing equations. the piccolo and I was literally just like um, I wonder if I can like eat a baseball card if that's like lunch like I'm so stupid you guys yeah. were like doing things my whole childhood was like American Girl Magazine won't get back to me about my shorts story. <laughs> I want to be published. <laughs> I submitted it a month ago. I should have received a letter. And then I would and then later I opened up the magazine and it wasn't in there. I was so pissed. You deserve to be pissed. Uh, Thank you. So I remember these uh, these teachers, <laughs> these broads were saying just like, uh, oh uh, these students are driving me crazy and then I turned around and without having a trace of irony was just like, aren't they? <laughs> and then they kind of looked around loser. like, uh uh, <laughs> Get out what? of here, child. Get out. <laughs> well, you know where to find me. Your class. I'm a student. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so, you know, uh, they end up mooning Skinner, and we get the Agnes screaming moment uh, when she sees the boys, which is very funny. What's, what's the Skinner-Agnes interaction? So that's kind of uh, Skinner's mom is asking, just like, what's happening down there's, uh, downstairs? Oh, I'm going to look outside. Don't like, mother, look. don't look. Ah! <laughs> Um, oh my God. So funny. <laughs> no, mother. Um, so then we get uh, Nelson is trying to uh, dodge the cops mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, is, is like throwing rocks at the window and then it ends up being Homer. And normally in that situation, if you accidentally like got a dad, it'd be kind of like the end of your life. And mm. in this case, like Lisa's window's the other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I said this last time, but like the Simpsons at night is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just true. When it's true, it's true. It is cool at night. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so around this time, uh, Lisa stumbles upon Nelson and the bullies and sees that, you know, he went back on what he said, that he's rejoined the bullies and is doing bad shit. Yeah, because there was a slaw in the birdhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I thought you said you weren't there. And, you know, gets totally caught in a lie. You don't understand, Nelson. A kiss doesn't mean anything if it's dishonest. Um... There's a niceness to it. I was foolish to think I'd actually changed you. Maybe I was seeing things in you that weren't really there. Definitely. Then why did you want to be with me? Mm-hmm. Maybe because you were the first person that ever thought there was a nice guy inside me? Huh. Well, guess you really blew that one, huh? Well, I guess this is it. You mean, like, goodbye? Let's just call it smell you later so sweet I know. and sad and sweet again and now it's sweet again i will make my public announcement that i posted this screenshot of them because it's so sweet like them breaking up yeah. is very sweet i posted it after i had a breakup and i had people like josh gondelman text me are you okay <laughs> <laughs> um but it's just such a relatable sweet thing of like we just are a little bit different yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's such a good moment it's so funny and it leads to a perfect ending if anyone would like to walk us through well we have millhouse and the one the only puppy goo goo <laughs> i love this fucking dog <laughs> um i don't i didn't write down well then i'll do it okay so, do, it. do it um so we get millhouse asking like can i talk to you or will mm-hmm. that just make uh nelson wail on me again mm-hmm. and uh he's like oh you know we actually don't really like each other anymore and he asked just like well do you have anyone in mind for like your next crush such yeah. a funny question <laughs> and uh such a such a mature answer of just like i'm not really thinking about that that right now i love it i suppose it could be anybody <laughs> and then we get this beautiful freeze frame yeah, of puppy goo so being strangled <laughs> by yes. a leash and you get millhouse's little fat tummy which is so cute i don't remember who it was that kind of put it in our heads that the simpsons are fat like the simpsons kids are fat yeah it's kind of weird to think about that they're little cute little yeah bart, forms. Get, bart gets called a little fat boy yeah i think point, yeah and... maybe nick weiger was the person who uh pointed yeah, out I was to us either weiger or like ben lisa Schwartz has like even. a little gut yeah and, like does she get made fun of by the twins at some point for like having a little gut or I'm something? I'm sure. Because oh, they I don't know. have a little gut. I feel like the Lisa Kudrow episode maybe made her a little yeah. Yeah. Like lose five that. pounds or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But then of course this episode ends with I love when they like oh, yeah. deviate from the typical end credits. It's Happy Dude. Mm-hmm. terrorizing so another good. oh but it's him apologizing with the pre recorded <laughs> oh I, I also forgot to mention that they get totally busted and arrested yeah. um, they shoot the machine they shoot which the machine is so funny um, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this episode is one of the greats. Uh, do you have a lesson that you think could be taken away from this episode or our conversation? Oh, uh, no. I mean, like, what's so great about this episode is all the points that are made are like poignant and true. Like, it feels like everything that this episode says about like relationships is real. Oh yeah. Where you're just like, you're going to be attracted to someone that isn't like a perfect fit and it's going to be weird. And that's most of the time. And then like, I don't know, there's just, there's stuff. And it's like you, as a man, you like somebody and then they don't, they want you to be someone complete. They want you to be someone <laughs> like you. And then like, uh, then there's like a, a rule of like the patriarchy, which is like women like uglier men. And, and if you're a man, you're like, that's rules. And, uh, and like, I don't know. There's just, it's so uh, truthful, this episode. I, there's so many poignant things in it. And it like, 
it's weirdly an episode that like deals with class in the way The Simpsons does. Like, yeah. Um, even with Burns being like, "I'd rather have the dollar," compared with like Nelson being like, "This has screwed up his entire life." Like, <laughs> yeah. There's real, uh, yeah. There's like real class dynamics. Oh, there's a bunch of like great stuff in this. Uh, yeah, it's it's such a good episode, and and getting the inside of Marge of just like he's a changed man, Lisa. Oh my I know. god, and like, that's like such a true. I was gonna say truism this, about. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. simple scene that goes far; it cuts deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find uh, you online? And do you have anything that you want to plug? Yeah, um, I'm at Sam Conwiles, which we talked about. It's <laughs> my terrible Twitter handle. Um, I'm going. I'm going to be in the Midwest doing stand-up uh, with a couple of previous podcast guests, Ooh. Joe McAdam, Chris Stevens. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to do stand-up, and they're going to do uh, their sketch thing, But, which is very good. If you guys but, don't know about B-U-T-T, but. is extremely funny, and uh, people will find uh, tour dates and all that yeah, on Yeah, I'm going to tweet all that out, and I'll, I'll be in the Midwest and sh- end up in Chicago. And Ooh, that's, um, hey, good segue. We were just there. Yeah. We recorded a live episode that so is fun. only available to our Pledge Drive mm-hmm. uh, people. and Our donors. <laughs> our donors. Um, so uh, if you have not already listened to that, I hope you do. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Julia, where can people find you? Oh, thanks so much for asking. You can find me at Julia Prescott on all the things. Allie, where can people find you? Thank you so much for asking. You could find me at Allie Gertz on all the things. You can find us at Simpsons Pod. And Everything's Coming Up Simpsons is a production of Maximum Fun. Our show is engineered and edited by Jesus Ambrosio, who's doing a great job. And senior producer is Laura Swisher, also doing a great job. Smell you later. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.